Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses of All podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. What you heard was Sagittarius by Talamasca. The topic of today's show is another divination that some pagans are into. I myself am not, because it's also complicated to understand. Today's topic is all about astrology. But first, I would like to do some shout-outs to a fellow pagan podcaster and Canadian Mojo from the Wiggling Way podcast. I posted something on a Facebook podcast group, and he did respond to it. This was good for me because I was about to become a big whiny baby to you guys. I would also like to give a shout-out to the few of you listeners out there that have liked, shared, and commented on the Facebook page and on Twitter. Without you, this podcast wouldn't be possible. The only thing that I would like you guys to do is to spread the word about this show any way you can. I also want to mention for you to donate to the Music from the Goddesses Vault GoFundMe page. I think that I might have to send the link again. I have mentioned it on the podcast blog site, goddessvaultpodcast.wordpress.com. The goal is to get some donations for me to pay $120 in royalties by February 1st. I need this in order to keep playing the music that you all enjoy listening to. I also would like to apologize to some of you who are following this podcast on Podomatic since the beginning. I forgot to follow you back. This show is also on other platforms, that is why. But you can still contact me through Podomatic and I hopefully will get an email saying that you have done so. That way I can read your messages and respond to them. Now for the events coming up. For those of you living in Ontario, Canada, there's the 8th Annual Hail and Horn Gathering 2019 from Friday, June 28th to Monday, July 1st, otherwise the Canada Day Long Weekend. It's going to be at Ravens Knolls in Iganville, Ontario. This is a heathen event that will have a blot to the goddess air and a raising of the god pole in the honor of Hemdale and Sin. Plus, there will be traditional foods, a formal high symbol, an esoteric rite, and workshops and crafts. I don't have the information on how much this event costs and if there is a registration form to fill out. All I can say is that you might have to go to the Hale and Horn Gathering 2019 Facebook page to find out more. If you live in Oregon in the U.S., Other Worlds of Wonder announces Sunfest 31, Delphic Oracle Ritual from June 20th to the 23rd in Vernonia, Oregon. This year's special guests will be Janet Farr and Gavin Bone. There will be rituals, workshops, children's activities, hiking, and more. The rates for this event before in bulk are $65 for adults, $35 for teens 13 to 17, $25 for children 7 to 12 years of age, $5 for kids 3 to 6, and tots under 2 are free. Rates will go up after in bulk. For more information, visit OWOW.org. I've already mentioned this event in the last show, and I'll mention it again. If you live in the UK, the Museum of Witchcraft and Magic is hosting the Northern Witten 2019 on Saturday, March 16th at Guildhall Theatre Marketplace in Derby, England. It's a symposium of traditional witchcraft and folk magic. Guest speakers this year are Gemma Gary, Shawnee Oates, Simon Costin, Stuart and Mann, and Victoria Musson. Doors open at 9 a.m. and the event begins at 10. Tickets are 30 pounds. For more information, go to northern-witten.com. Again, all the links will be in the show notes and on the blog, goddessvaultpodcast.wordpress.com. I mentioned at the beginning of the show that the topic is all about astrology. It's more than just knowing what your zodiac sign is when you or your kids were born. There's more to it than that. I'll explain more about it after you hear Gemini by Golden Gardens. 
Astrology itself started 2,000 years ago in Babylonia. With their charts, they were able to predict the reoccurrence of the seasons and certain celestial events. At that time, astrology and astronomy were basically the same. In early 1st century BC, that was when Babylonian astrology was introduced to the Greeks. Thanks to Plato, Aristotle, and others, it became as highly regarded as science. The word zodiac came from the Greek word meaning circle of animals. Thanks to Alexander the Great, Greek culture then spread and was embraced by the Romans. The names of the zodiac signs we use today came from ancient Rome. Ancient astrologers knew that it took 12 lunar cycles or months for the sun to return to its original position. Then they identified 12 constellations that were linked in the changing of the seasons and assigning them names of certain animals or people. Ancient astrologers also subdivided these 12 zodiac signs into four groups. They are Aries, Sagittarius, and Leo, which are fire signs, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces, which are water signs, Libra, Aquarius, and Gemini, which are air signs, and Capricorn, Taurus, and Virgo, which are earth signs. The horoscope is a map of the zodiacal circle that has the earth in the center of it. The top of the circle has the sun at its highest point during the day. Now here's where I find astrology getting complicated. Everyone's horoscope charts the positions of the sun, moon, planets, and stars at the specific time and place of your choosing, namely the time and date that you were born. Once you choose the date and time, once your chosen date and time are selected and calculated, the astrologer consults the table to construct the chart. The astrologer then gives you advice on what to do in your life. If you want to learn more about astrology, I do have a list of books on the blog for you to look at, as well as lots of other information on the web. I do recommend one of the books that I'm currently reading, and it is somewhat simple. It is called Moonology by Yasmin Boland. It's more of a law of attraction with the phases of the moon tied into that. I actually did do my first one, which surprisingly worked out better than I expected. I haven't been doing any of it lately because I'm still in the middle of reading the book. I am going to be talking about something that is relatively new to astrology, and that is the 13th zodiac sign. But let's listen to Walking Under Scorpio by Elaine Silver. Walking under Scorpio in the sky Silhouette of trees reaching up high Mesa Verde fills my eye Walking under Scorpio in the sky Valley before me twinkling light So secure in this normal Colorado evening, dry and cold 
It's time for the Spirit Guide of the Week. I'm going back to the animal kingdom for this week's spirit guide. A lot of people are afraid of this animal. To me, if they are pets, I am not afraid of them. But I don't want to keep them as pets because of what they eat. However, I would be afraid of them in the wild. Today's spirit guide is the snake. If snake is currently your totem animal, that means that you are going through some intense and dramatic changes in your life. You might have to call on Power Animal Snake because these changes will require you to shed a lot of attachments, which will include your old identity. If Snake is your totem animal, it represents you being a healer. You can call on Snake if you experience physical or emotional healing of any kind. You can also call on Snake if you need to release any or all self-destructive and defeating habits. And if Snake is your power animal, you are moving into unknown territory. To you, it feels more like going through a passage into the darkness. You're more afraid that you won't get through it, and anxious about what lies ahead. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week.
That was Black Snake by Pandemonium. I know that most of you already heard of the 13th astrological sign, and some of us, including myself, find it hard to accept. I was born under the sign of Libra, and I do love that I am that. When I heard of the 13th astrological sign of Ophiuchus, I never thought of myself as a Virgo. I still won't accept it to this day. In case you're wondering, the dates of the sign of Ophiuchus is from November 29th to December 30th. In the past, it has sometimes been used in astrology as the 13th sign. However, the ancient Babylonians decided to ditch Ophiuchus because it wouldn't fit in nicely with their 12-month calendar. There isn't even an element attached to it like all the other zodiac signs, although some say it's a fire sign. Even though it has been out of the astrological charts for a long time, there has been debates about the 13th sign in the 1930s, 70s, 90s, and is still debated to this day. As I was doing my research, I've read that we shouldn't worry about Ophiuchus all that much. The debate continues that Ophiuchus is more for Eastern astrology because it is a constellation and not a zodiac sign. However, if you are born between November 29th to December 30th and want to know more about the sign of Ophiuchus, here's what I found out. People born under this sign are wisdom seekers. They know how to interpret dreams. They are visionaries whom are attracted to good luck. They need to avoid being around others who are jealous of them and their good fortune. People born under the sign of Ophiuchus have a combination of Scorpio's dark personality and Sagittarius's freedom-loving optimism. Ophiuchus people are honest, intellectual, and clever. They are more of a rebel because they don't like authority, rules, and restrictions of any kind. They are seekers of the truth and passionate lovers. The downside of being born under this sign is that they are not good at monogamous relationships. They love freedom for themselves, but they can be jealous when it comes to their lovers. They also don't like routine, for they become restless and irresponsible. Plus, they have a sarcastic and dry sense of humor. Again, do not worry about a fiacus, unless you want to study Eastern astrology. This next track is from Labana and is called O Virgo Splendens. Yes. 
Here's a dream symbol to interpret. There are three in this week's dream symbols, and they are all related. They are engagement, proposal, and engagement ring. To dream that you are engaged to be married usually indicates your sexual or relationship needs. If you had a dream where your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend is giving a ring or proposing means that your relationship with him or her made you feel whole and complete. An alternative meaning to that dream is that there is a final end to something and the beginning of a new stage in your life. To dream that you are engaged to your father or mother symbolizes you looking for a father or mother figure in your life. To dream that you break an engagement represents an unwise decision that you are making in some important matter. Now if you dreamed of a business engagement, that means that you are worried and concerned about some area of your work. Engagement rings in dreams usually means that you are thinking about long-term commitment and marriage. And if in real life you are thinking about popping the question and your dream had the engagement ring in it, it means that you are nervous about doing it. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming. Be not afraid. Nature is near.
for a nice, deep, and relaxing meditation. Again, if you're listening to this podcast in a vehicle, please skip this. I was trying to find an astrology-guided meditation, however, all of them are on YouTube. Then I tried to find a guided moon meditation, but they were too long. All I can find is this short relaxation-guided meditation by Linnea Bailey. It's a track from the album, Relaxation Angel Guided Meditation. Next, feel or imagine that the beautiful angel of peace joins you now. Feel her warmth love and compassion radiating towards you. She is here to help you become more peaceful. She is here to help you relax your mind. She is infinitely strong and has the power to calm your mind if you so desire. To help you to do this, your angel places her hands on the top of your head and a beautiful, warm, liquid, golden light starts to pour from your angel's hands and into your head. The consistency of this light is like liquid lead, but it is beautiful, pure, and gold in color. This golden liquid light has the ability to relax your mind as you feel it very slowly, filling every cell of your brain. It is calming, soothing, and relaxing as it goes. Feel its warmth. Feel how it is filling your brain and is starting to cover and calm your mind. allowing your mind to sit back and rest. For in this moment, there is nothing it needs to do and there is no place it needs to go. Your brain and mind are now completely filled with this warm, thick, beautiful, golden light. Calming, 
soothing and relaxing. Take a moment to feel the sensation of your mind at rest. Your angel's work for now is done. Take a moment to thank your angel of peace. And as you do, she smiles warmly at you. And she tells you that she will always be there for you. During the day or night, all you have to do is ask her to join you and she will be there. It is now time to return to the here and now. So with great awareness and purpose, pull your consciousness back into your body, filling every cell of your body, taking complete control of your body, mind, and spirit. And now, feel or imagine your own spark of light in the very center of your being. Feel it grow and expand into a beautiful ball of sun. This light that is you is so bright, you now feel it flowing up to the top of your head and shooting down to the tips of your toes as it moves from fingertip to fingertip. This light that fills you is so bright you now feel it extending several feet all the way around you, above and below you. In a moment, I'm going to count from 1 to 10. When I reach 10, you will be fully aware and alert, feeling calm, refreshed, and invigorated. 1, 2, 3, more and more aware. 4, 5, Six, almost there. Seven, eight, nine, and ten. You are now completely alert and aware, feeling relaxed and rejuvenated.
That was Full Moon Rising by Wendy Sheridan and Music for the Goddess. Before that, you heard Magical Ring by Shauna Carroll. It's the end of the show. Again, I'm your host, Midnight Star. I have to first do a belated shout-out to Blue Phoenix. I recently teamed up with her to create an amino community called Music from the Goddess's Vault. It's a combination blog and chat app. I do have the site page on the WordPress blog, and you can also download the Amino Community app on iTunes and Google Play. I'll try my best to be on there as often as I can. I'm getting to that age where technology is more overwhelming. I remember that I used to embrace technology when I was younger. Since the invention of Wi-Fi, I first get flustered and overwhelmed. Then again, I'm also an empath who would rather do things one at a time and not multitask. Anyway, please download the Amino Community app on iTunes and Google Play. Other than that, if you have a suggestion for a show topic, spirit guide, or dream symbol, or you just want to like, share, or comment, you can not only join Amino Community, but also on goddessvaultpodcast.wordpress.com, on the Music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page, or you can tweet me at Goddess Vault. I'm going to leave you with We Are the Rising Sun by Reclaiming. Blessed be.
are the change. We are the ones we've been waiting.